going to the light until we meet again. That's what the Corinthians say again and again. Knowledge is power. It grows like a flower. Welcome to the film show on KBU. I'm SW Conser. And today we're going to be celebrating silly season, that last gasp of summer before school starts and everybody gets all serious again. We'll be joined in a few short minutes by Michael Garcia and Avalon Leonetti. Michael and Avalon are cinephiles and comedians who love to share their appreciation for obscure movies and TV shows with Portland audiences. They host such events as VHS Vengeance and Saturday Morning Cartoons and Cocktails, and they invite local comedians to join them on the comedy panel nostalgia trip, Forgotten Fantasies. Right now, though, on the line from somewhere on the West Coast, we have David Lieba Hart. David is a frequent contributor to the Adult Swim show, Tim and Eric, awesome show, great job. He's an artist, puppeteer, and musician whose latest album is David Lieba Hart, Space Ranger. David, thanks for joining us. Oh, yo, thank you for having me. And so you're currently on tour. You're performing up and down the West Coast. And what can people expect if they come out to see you? Well, they're going to have a great time. I wrote songs about my ex-girlfriends and one about my ex-wife. Uh, I, uh, I'm going to be doing a little bit of stand-up comedy and music. And uh, uh, Tim and Eric are going to be doing a new program called uh, Decker on the Moon. And I'm supposed to be a part of that. In fact, when I just, before I came on tour... I did a lot of um, uh, filming and acting with Tim and Eric uh, for Absolutely Production. Well, let's talk about your puppets, because um, this song that you have that's on the new album, I'm Not a Hoarder, you say that you have 62 puppets and 100 model trains. Yeah, I, I do. I have, I had Jim Henson as a Sunday school teacher in the Christian Science Church, as well as Bert Stilston at the Kukla Friend and Ollie as well as the guy that did The Friendly Giant. And they said they would give me their puppets if I would do a puppet show uh, uh, on public access, which uh, I, I did. Uh, it started in 1988 to 2008 when the city of Los Angeles got rid of public access. And I did a puppet show called the Junior Christian Science Bible Lesson Show, teaching kids Bible stories in the same no of drugs. And three famous puppeteers um, they gave me uh, puppets from their collection to do it, and I met them face-to-face in person when they were living. And I, uh, it's a labor of love, and um, it was, you can see clips of it on the Internet, the Junior Christian Science Bible Lesson Show. And it, 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 it's a fun show with James Squall and uh, Michael Boyd. The show had two spinoffs. The Dell Talk Show was a spinoff from the Junior Christian Science Bible Lesson Show with Adam Popagan. He used to be in a punk rock band with me for six years. And then there was another spinoff, uh, a Navy friend of mine named uh, Michael Tyrone Boyd. He did a show a spinoff called Spiritual Thinking with Michael Boyd, um, which you can see on his website. He had me to, um, to uh, do a fundraiser for the USO for, to help uh, veterans to get help. Uh, there's so many veterans suffering and that are homeless on the street. That's, a, that's terrible what that's going on in such a rich country we're in. Yes, yes, indeed. Well, a lot of your songs have biblical themes, but you're also really interested in, well, some people would call them mythical creatures, but uh, 
Here in the Northwest, people take Sasquatch very, very seriously. So if you're up in the Northwest, people are, are going to want to know about Bigfoot, about Sasquatch. And, uh, Let me tell you what happened to me with Bigfoot. Uh, Bigfoot is also in the state of Michigan, Indiana, and Illinois. My dad used to do a lot of fishing. We were fishing in the Douglas Lake back in the 60s, say around 67 or 66. And with this uh, thing that looked like Bigfoot, well, I got caught up in my dad's fishing rod, and he roared to make the most scariest roar. He knocked over the boat. Luckily, I had a life jacket on. We lost all our fishing equipment, and uh, my dad was able to swim me to shore and, and go back and swim and get the boat. But it was the most – I had face-to-face experience with Bigfoot, which was very scary. And then when I went fishing with my 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 dad, I um, uh, up in the um, up in the Greenland, I almost got uh, attacked by a polar bear. Oh yeah, so um, polar bears, penguins, they they show up a lot in your work too. Yeah, well, um, yeah, I've written songs about them. Um, there's a race called the Palladians, and they're the ones who brought the penguins and the uh, polar bears here, and they're from Star Corridor. And they brought the penguins here. They also work a lot with the Palladians. The Palladians have a big underground base under Mount Helen Revere. And this is where all our back engineering technology. In fact, my cousin Phyllis McKinnon worked at Wright-Patterson's Air Force Base. She was a retired Army officer. And she showed me the cell phone, the computers, and the laptops way back in the 70s. And she said all this back engineering technology would be in every school and business by year 2000, and she died of Hopkins' disease of cancer in 1992, so she didn't get to see what she predicted. You do have some of your puppets available, and you'll be um, you'll be performing with them on the tour. I only have one puppet, Llama Dog, and he's half lamb and half dog, and he's the only puppet. I, we don't have much room because we bought a small van, and it's really small, and so I had to take back half of my clothes, and half, of, uh, half the stuff I was going to take on the trip because it's a very small minivan. And just four guys in there, a drummer and two uh, guitar players, and it's very uh, tight. You know, you've got some interesting new songs. I'd like to know more about uh, Go Into the Light. That's got some interesting background to it. Well, the song Go Into Light, there's a race called the Corindians, and they come from Star Corridor, 411 light years away from Earth. Bob Renown has been working with them ever since '61. Uh, they, uh, I'm on my Caucasian side. I'm related to President Grant and the Wright brothers, and they're from Ohio. Uh, and uh, they, uh, the uh, Corinthians, worked with Tesla and Einstein, giving them the back end engineering technology. I wish I could speak on coast to coast. And um, I'm friends with a lot of people in the Christian Science Church that are retired Navy SEALs and Army officers that also shared the same things with me. And I live with my cousin Phyllis McKinnon. And then Richard Dunn, who I worked with on the Tim and Eric Awesome Show, great job. He was a Navy SEAL, so he shared a lot of stuff with me. Uh, Your song Ghost Frog is about an interesting creature that you met in Park Forest, Illinois, apparently. what happened is my parents uh, bought a home at 117 Westwood Drive. A, a, a retired general owned the home, a military guy, and he would shoot the frogs and toads that came on his property because uh, there used to be a lake in back of the, uh, 
the, the field there. Mm-hmm. And and um, and he would shoot the frogs, and the frogs came back as ghosts, and they just looked at me telepathically and looked over me and stared at me. And then I had another experience with animal ghosts. Uh, those were reptile ghosts, the ones in Park Forest, Illinois ghosts are real. One of the things I love about Chicago, and I understand this is true for you too, is all the train lines there. You can hop a freight if you want. You can hop a commuter train. You can hop uh, an elevated line. There's just trains all over the place. There's so many kinds, and they'll go all over the country. Well, they got rid of my two favorite trains in Chicago when I was growing up. One was called the Chicago North Shore Milwaukee Railroad. They were the first to design the bullet train that Japan uses today. They had a train called the Electroliner that went 200 miles an hour, built in 1941. Air-conditioned. Man, look it up on, anybody can look it on their laptop. They were just ahead of their time. Now, you say you have a history with the late Robin Williams. Robin Williams was raised in Christian science like me before he got converted to being Episcopalian. Robin Williams is from Chicago like I am. I met Robin Williams at Fifth Church of Christ Scientists in Hollywood, California, on La Brea in Hollywood. And he um, and I became good friends. We stayed at the St. Moritz Hotel across from Channel 5 on Sunset and Bronson, and we stayed in room uh, 113. He was working at Denny's. Uh, as a bartender, and I was working at Kentucky Fried Chicken, and we did stand-up comedy together at the uh, uh, comedy store, uh, the Laugh Factory, and the Improvisation, and the Potato uh, Factory, and um, we became good friends for a long time. It's interesting that your art has one foot in the church in the hymns and the religious traditions and one foot in the secular you do a lot of songs about uh space and you do a lot of performance about uh mythology and uh but you don't see a conflict between the secular and the religious traditions let me tell you something the the protestants the jewish synagogue and the protestants and the catholicism purposely took out books in the bible that talked about aliens and ufos called the pseudopigrapher, because they don't want people to understand the UFO phenomenon or believe in it. They, uh, they, they're the lost books of the Bible, and the pseudopigrapher, even the Dead Sea Scrolls, talk about how the prophets in the Bible had contact with extraterrestrials. Even in the Buddhist books, if you read the uh, get the book Chariot of the Gods, it talked about how people worship these aliens that came to Earth as gods. Do you find some similarity between stories of aliens and stories of divine visitors like angels and, uh, and messengers? Well, it's the same thing. These angels are extraterrestrials. They're, 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 they're more than angelical beings. They're, they're extraterrestrials. So what's the message? Well, they care about our planet, they care about us, and they want us to do the right thing. And, and, and it talks about... Um, alien angels crossing over with humans in the book of Genesis in the Bible. And it talked about how Enoch was taken up in a chariot of fire. Uh, even the Muslim uh, Islam books talk about how Allah was taught by aliens as well. So it goes, even all the Buddhists and, uh, and uh, 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 talked about being uh, going up in a flying uh, carpet and everything by aliens. Well, David Lee Behart, it's been a real pleasure to have you on uh, the film show today, and um, 
I'd like to know, how can people find out more about your work? Well, go to my website, artbyliebehart.com. That's A-R-G-B-Y-L-I-E-B-E-H-A-R-D. Or they can go to uh, Spotify, Google Play, CD Baby, type in David Liebehart. Go to YouTube, type in David Liebehart. Um, and um, I, I want to share something that Doris Day shared with me. Doris Day is Christian scientist, and I met her in person at, uh, one time at the Beverly Hills Christian Science Church, and I asked her what was her recipe for success. And Doris Day told me to say, know your success in action, know you're a winner, not a loser, and never give up. And she told me to work with a passage from Science and Health, that through Christ's precious love, these efforts are crowned it with success. And, 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 and I just want to share this with the world to, to, to believe in success, and they will become success and set goals for themselves and never give up and never give up on their dreams and let nobody discourage them from what they believe in and what they love to do. Well, best of luck on your tour. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. David Lee Bahart is a frequent contributor to the Adult Swim Show. Tim and Eric, awesome show. Great job. He's an artist, puppeteer, and musician whose latest album is David Lee Bahart, Space Ranger. I charge into the battle with my dangerous moon horse For the good of the planet and the stars I am a space ranger Yes, you are listening to The Film Show on KBOO. I'm S.W. Concer, and uh, here we are in the studio with two live guests. We've got Michael Garcia and Avalon Leonetti. Michael and Avalon are the founders of Macaque Attack Media. Welcome, Michael and Avalon. Hello, lovely mm. to be here. Good morning. Uh, so you guys, you, you are cinephiles, you are comedians, uh, you enjoy sharing your love of obscure movies, and you have, uh, you have some events that you do here in town. They're live events that involve a video, and uh, maybe give us a little bit of a rundown about the sort of uh, things that you do. Okay, well, we actually do a number of shows, as you mentioned. Uh, we have a show coming up next week known as... Um, uh, Forgotten Fantasies, a comedy-based nostalgia trip. That is a show where we bring a couple of guests on, and we try to revisit pop culture moments of our guests' youth that had some impact on them when they were kids, but they've never gone back as adults to revisit, to re-experience. And we find out what those um, pop culture moments uh, were, go back, try to find the most absurd and obscure clips and things associated with that, uh, and bring those guests on in front of a live audience and revisit it in real time with them while riffing and kind of laughing at it. And yeah. uh, then we also have a Saturday morning uh, cartoon uh, brunch show that we do, which uh, we... Saturday morning cartoons and cocktails. That's correct, over at The Lamp, which is a uh, curated show of 60s, 70s, 80s, and 90s Saturday morning cartoons, commercials, and PSAs. We also mix in some uh, games, a little bit of stand-up comedy, and uh, special guests. Mm -hmm. And uh, we also are associated with uh, VHS Vengeance, which is a mystery science theater-style movie riffing show that we do uh, downtown once a month. 
So it sounds like, okay, a little bit of an improv style with forgotten fantasies. You're, you've got an audience suggestion. So you find somebody, uh, you take suggestions maybe on Facebook or, 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 or on previous shows or whatever, and you say, um, uh, does anybody have an idea here? Does anybody have a show like um, the Mel Brooks show, When Things Were Rotten or something like that, that you've never seen since and it could be horrible or it could totally stand up, but we're going we're gonna to find it and we're going to put it on. It's all of the, uh, the, the half-remembered fever dreams. <laughs> you know, that, that thing you saw when you were home sick from school that one time and, and it still stays with you. Um, yeah, but we're, we're actually bringing in live guests that we're asking for those suggestions from. So it's not an audience member. Oh, okay, it's not audience. Uh, often it will be a, so uh, a local comic. Yeah. Uh, we've also had uh, some filmmakers in, Musicians. some uh, artists. Uh, we, we had uh, McMonster, the winner of the 2017 Pabst uh, Art Can Contest, uh, j just a eclectic group of different. Uh, yeah, he's Portland a he's locals. a street artist around. Uh, yeah. yeah, so um, uh, so now you have okay. We're talking about uh, you had VHS Vengeance, which was is that a monthly thing that was last week that you had one? Yeah, that uh, that show is um, every third Sunday at Kelly's Olympia, and you find old VHS stuff that hasn't, it, for the most part, hasn't been digitized. So it's like really obscure, probably pulpy stuff. Uh, and, and you find these original VHS tapes and project them. That's correct. Uh, uh, VHS Vengeance um, is principally three members, myself, Nick Puente, local stand-up comedian and local filmmaker, Aaron Wagner. And every month we shift which one of us gets to pick the movie. And we all uh, go out to different um, thrift stores and uh, uh, VHS swaps and try to find just the most obscure or ridiculous films we can that we think will play well in a um, live studio audience uh, setting. And this, you, is, this is a big town for VHS swaps. Yeah, there's there's a ton of them. And like, I mean, you can really just, uh, there's a place up on, what is it, Foster and Powell that just has like a continuously rotating selection of things that come out of a truck somewhere. <laughs> yeah, the variety store. <laughs> oh boy, variety is key. Uh, uh, yeah. So you had, and, and you were mentioning that uh, the last one, which was an old, a Shatner film, yeah, that, Kingdom of the Spiders. That it it was a, a an original nineteen late nineteen seventies VHS tape that probably retailed for seventy five or a hundred dollars at the time. Yeah, I I actually um, managed a video store in the mid nineties, and even up through the mid nineties, if it was a VHS tape that was uh, being uh, sold to the store not for sell through sale prices. It typically was 80 to $120 even at that time if you were going to buy the tape for rental purposes only. Yeah. But that that is boring video store stuff. The exciting thing is the tapes themselves. Well, another thing that uh, VHS has really become popular for is just the glitchiness. You know, because as soon as one technology gives way to another, the the glitchiness of the old technology is suddenly kind of a thing. It's, it's being used in art, you know, like uh, people will do a digital video thing and and put in a VHS style glitch just to make it look vintage. Yeah. Yeah, uh tracking lines warm my heart. <laughs> <laughs> so, why don't we set up this clip that you brought uh with you? It's a short clip of one of your live appearances and let us know what you're riffing on here. Yeah. So, this is uh we we figured we would find something that sort of encapsulates the gist of the show and uh 
because the themes of the show are usually so broad and would take a long time to explain, this is just us uh, presenting a snack from the 50s to our audience. Yeah, actually, it was 1963. I'm sorry. <laughs> it was a um, A1 steak sauce commercial that we had just watched that uh, showed a number of different A1 flavored hors d'oeuvres. All of them bad. Yeah, including um, deviled eggs. Oh. Yeah. Um, and uh, I, I think I'll, I'll let our clip explain the specific hors d'oeuvre that uh, we'll be feeding to the audience. All right. Well, here it is, a clip from, and this is a VHS Vengeance show? This is Forgotten Fantasy. This is a Forgotten Fantasy show. All right, here we go. Nothing good is okay. going to happen. Okay, yeah, so in the haunted. <laughs> yeah, so for scientific purposes... Uh, we are going to go ahead and experiment here with the A1 steak sauce sundae that you saw created oh, on the screen just wait. a moment ago. Is it ice cream? I thought it was a duck egg. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I really did. the 50s, they didn't have duck eggs? They didn't have duck eggs. They didn't have spam and cheese. Good <laughs> news, it's neither. It is uh, cream cheese okay. with a healthy slathering of A1 sure. sauce. Eaten with Ritz crackers. Okay. And, See, uh, y'all are acting like this is gross. I live alone. You're, <laughs> like, I haven't eaten this today. Yeah. You know, I, I am actually a gentleman who, who dipped pineapple in ranch dressing two weeks ago. I've I'm, eaten a peanut butter and ham sandwich. Don't f*** with me. You sound like Elvis right now. <laughs> yeah. Everybody who tries this is going to die on a toilet tonight. Mm. Sold, 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 sold. Um, uh, I'm going to come around and, 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 and just torture everyone with this. What? Okay. As the other host, it's incumbent upon me to give this a try. Do oh, it. Where, where go oh, God. Hey, Marie, can I get a shot of tequila, please? <laughs> it's not bad. It's fine. It's not good. Well, nothing that we've seen is good. Now, oh, my God. We need to put a cap on this thing. That now, is so dangerous. Now that we've done that, 25 bucks if you want the antidote. <laughs> <laughs> So this is, uh, this sounds like this really is improvised. You, you don't make too much of an effort ahead of time to set up your, uh, your gags or anything like that. This is really just the interaction between the comics and in some cases the audience. Yeah, I'd say uh, it's 20% uh, writing, 20% improvisation, 60% tequila. Yeah. <laughs> And you do, I remember when you had VHS Vengeance uh, the last time, you did encourage um, riffing from the audience as well. That's correct. We, we, if you have a good joke and you're out in the audience, we want you to shout it out. We want, I mean, it, we're trying to foster that energy you get when you're at home with your friends riffing on a bad movie and enjoying it. And, you know, we don't pick on bad movies specifically. Uh, we, we try to find movies that you love to hate, you know, it, that you, you kind of want to support, you want to see it make it to the end, you don't want to turn it off. And, um, something, and, and something that helps build that is that community uh, error that you get when everyone's participating. You just want to start clapping. Good effort. Good effort. Yeah. <laughs> You're encouraging them to get to the end. Um, now, Forgotten Fantasies. Uh, let's, let's give a... Um, sort of an example of what people can expect. Uh, you said it can go anywhere from TV shows, uh, films, commercials, uh, uh, pop culture, uh, toys. Uh, what's where, The sky's the limit. Yeah, there's really, uh, there's a lot of things that, uh, that can be topics for forgotten fantasies i mean we've had uh we've had movies we had tv shows we've had tv shows that didn't exist uh <laughs> we've had <laughs> now wait 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 uh dial back on that so 
somebody thought this TV show existed and it actually didn't, or? Yes, this was, uh, somebody thought that there was a TV show called Fonzie Loves Pinky, uh, which was actually just a three-part uh, episode of Happy Days. Oh, okay. And they spun it off into this entire thing, and we had to go and kind of break the news to them that this was all a lie. Yeah, it was the Mandela effect, in <laughs> essence. Um, we, uh, I mean, we dug and dug, and we, and we did find clips of that three-episode arc. Uh, the character Pinky did come back years late uh, in 1977 on a show called Banksy's Beauties. Hadn't aged in 20 years. That yeah. was a weird Banksy's a... Beauties? <laughs> yeah, it was one of, like, eight different Happy Days uh, spinoffs. This is, this is not uh, the Banksy, the British graffiti artist. That'd be a better show. That would be. I would watch that. <laughs> no, it, it, yeah, it was a uh, it was a Las Vegas dance review show that somehow spun off of uh, Happy Days, and I think it had Chachi on it again, yeah. taking place in 1977 instead of the 50s. So. It starred the grown-up Paul Mollive girl. Also, it was a very weird, weird show. <laughs> yeah, you're soaking in it. Do you have like a crew of researchers that you turn to for? Do you have experts in the field that you turn to to find you're, some of this stuff? You're looking at them. <laughs> yeah, that's we, we only can do one show a month because we're spending 29 days researching, cutting, editing, and I mean that's part of the fun of doing the show. Yeah. I mean, these were things that we were doing for our own forgotten fantasies when we were hanging out with our friends. You know, we would ask them about the kind of shows that they loved when they were young. And we, you would kind of trade back and forth. And uh, now in the era of YouTube, um, I, I think it's often referred to as rabbit holing. You find a, a topic and... That's a different thing. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, these various just modes of uh, digital, analog, all this stuff. Um, this has become kind of a cottage industry with people maintaining these archives, uh, these personal archives. Um, I remember when the Fire Sign Theater was looking for old radio shows, they turned to fans, hundreds of fans sent in recordings that they had made at home. So, uh, yes, you know, you think, you, you, you have to wonder if anything's lost nowadays. Well, uh I think that the where the biggest loss has been has been that transition of analog to digital, and that's one of the reasons we have to go back and find so much on tape, because so few movies uh, actually made that transition. And you see it a lot, particularly with comedy and music, where... Uh, licensing reasons would keep things uh, tied up and it just wouldn't make the transition. And the only way you're going to find a lot of this product is to go back and find the old tapes. Yeah. At, at a certain point, it's like mining. I mean, all of the stuff is out there. You just have to really dig and find it in the physical world. Uh, that's part of the fun. Well, uh, Michael Garcia and Avalon Leonetti, they are cinephiles, they're comedians, and they do live shows. They do a bunch of live shows uh, every month. Uh, tell folks again how they can find out more about VHS Vengeance, about Saturday morning cartoons and cocktails, and about forgotten fantasies. Okay, well, VHS Vengeance maintains its own page on uh, Facebook, so you guys can go to Facebook slash VHS Vengeance. You can also go to uh, Facebook slash uh, Macaque Attack Media, where I promote all the different shows that we're involved in. Um, Macaque Attack Media uh, on Instagram and uh, Macaque 
underscore attack underscore media <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of season cues. And uh, these are mostly free shows, or all free shows, uh, but uh, buy cocktails, tip your waitress, that sort of thing. Waiter. Oh, VHS Vengeance does have a $5 cover, but that's just $5. It's, it's yeah. hardly noticeable. And, uh, yeah, Forgotten Fantasies and uh, Saturday Morning Cartoons and Cocktails are both free. Saturday Morning Cartoons and Cocktails is, like, it's fun if you like cartoons. It's also fun if you have to go have brunch with somebody but don't want to talk to them. Well, thanks very much, Michael and Avalon. This about wraps it up for this month's edition of The Film Show on KBU. I'm S.W. Conser. Thanks again to our guests today, David Lee Hart, as well as Michael Garcia and Avalon Leonetti. Thanks also to the Oregon Media Production Association for their support and collaboration. And thanks to all our listeners on the radio dial and on the web. The audio for the show will be available later today on our archive page, kboo.fm slash thefilmshow. And you can keep up with us on Twitter at kboofilmshow. Now stay tuned for an afternoon of music on your homegrown Portland radio station. I watch my things file too.